Welcome, everybody, and happy Boxing Day to you all. Uh, we are coming live from various parts of the UK uh, after a fantastic victory for Newcastle United as they dispose of Leicester City by three goals to nil at the King Power Stadium. An absolutely superb performance, a, 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 an opening 10 minutes that we could only have dreamed of, uh, and we just continued uh, our fantastic Premier League form. Um just saying before the show there, it was good to have that game on Tuesday night because it got all of the uh, rustiness out of the team by the looks of things because they were uh, awesome today. And to come away with a 3-0 win uh, was just superb. Um, just a few things before we start. If you do enjoy today's show, as usual, hit that like button for us. And if you're new to the channel, uh, don't forget to subscribe, become part of the Tune Review community uh, and also hit the notification bell, which will tell you when we go live or we upload. And you can join, uh, hit that join button and become a member of the Toon Review. And if you wish to donate to the show tonight, you can by hitting that dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments. Uh, we'll just go through a few uh, of your comments just before we uh, hear from the fellas. Uh, Tom is uh, just jingle belling all the way. Uh, absolutely. Uh, v says, evening, lads and lasses, pinch yourself because this ain't no dream. We're second in the Premier League. Uh, yes, we are indeed, at least till, um, I believe, Thursday night. Um Warren says, even in all hope, we're all good after today's fantastic win. What a team. We are going places this season. Something special is happening. Uh, James says, even in everyone, I'm bursting with pride with how well the lads done today. And getting a bit dizzy now, we're second in the table. Uh, Majestic says, happy Christmas, everyone. Seems like we've picked up right from where we left off. Um, Carl says, even in everyone, that was a nice late present. Uh, present. Indeed it was. Julie, good evening. Uh, Peter says, uh, evening lads and lasses, Merry Christmas to you all. I was driving during the whole game and missed a delectable medley of footballing splendor from Eddie's mags. Um, indeed, you did. Uh, everyone's saying hello. Daniel says, evening, hope uh, everyone's had a Merry Christmas. What a win! Uh, it was support, well, it was brilliant. And uh, Kunga Fox says, uh, Miggy isn't just in a purple patch. He is just world-class. We've got the second coming of Lionel Messi here, lads and lasses. Uh, great stream as always. How are the lads? Uh, Keith says, even an all-brilliant result. I never once felt nervous. Uh, we were by far the better side. Uh, happy fucking Christmas, uh, says Oliver B. Uh, Soli says, I literally have no words to describe how I feel. Uh, evening to everyone, and by God, what a team we have. I uh, hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, Jules says, well, a blooming fantastic Boxing Day, peeps. How are the lads? Keep it friendly as ever. The dizzy heights of the tune. Rachel says, what a day. Uh, Jack says, even an all great result up the tune. David says, professional and ruthless. Wonderful. Leicester fans perplexed by what happened to them. Um, well, yes. Uh, you know, there was a few, um, of course, nasties going on on social media. You know, the run up to the game about how we were supposedly uh, Man United fans Mark two, But 1-0 uh, to... Offside. It was oh, okay. Okay, um, but it was nice to see that uh, Chris from Leicester TV to I die also uh, said well done to Newcastle and uh, it, you know the by far the better team etc. So uh, uh, nice one to Chris. Um, just looking at the starting lineup, I mean, uh, this was the lineup going into the game, and it, it, it and a lot of people were shocked Wilson wasn't there, and, and we were fearing the worst, Alex. But of course, uh, Eddie confirmed that it was uh, just an illness. Well, not just he was ill. Yeah, I think I think Chris Wood does enough so we can still win games. It's still it's functional enough that it's not going to matter against 
again, Leicester fans, apologies, but it's not going to matter against the likes of Leicester. No offense intended. Um, I feel like against a Manchester City, it would not it would not be enough. Um, but Wood does just about enough running and pressing and shape so that the, the rest of the lads can press in packs and it still functions yeah. somewhat. And it did, to be fair. And he's he's capable enough on the penalty taking that uh, you know we can trust him. Uh, and it's it's enough. It's it's not good that Wilson's ill, but um, at least we know Wood will do that when required. We could do with him scoring from open play. It'd be nice. I think he, he's frustrated with himself as well. But mm. um, if he can put in that kind of shift, it, it'll it'll it's passable. Um, so it's okay. Um, and I think the the rest of the lads really really shone in that first half. So it was fine. Yeah. I think we can we can definitely trust them. I mean, Billy, you know, we've been accused of starting games very slowly uh, in uh, in the Premier League, but um, we absolutely came out flying today, didn't we? We do t- tend to do that away from home, I've noticed. You know, we yeah. start really sportly away from home. We got front for early, quite in the crowd, um, harassed the defence. And mm-hmm. that's exactly today, and it came up trumps again, didn't it? And yeah, it was a, it was a blinding start uh, to a fantastic first half performance, I thought. Mm. I mean, the penalty, um, Alex, clearly a penalty. Um, uh, you know, no matter you know how heavy a touch it was by Joe Linton, I mean, uh, Amate literally chopped him in half. Um, and the, the penalty uh, it was never in doubt for me. Chris Wood, um, he's, he shows incredible steel when, before he takes these penalties. Um, it was a long time from the, the decision to actually the penalty being taken. Um, but he slotted it right down the middle, just confident as ever. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll start with, with what you said about Joe Linton. Um, we, we mentioned this in the preview show that Amate and Bubakari Samari, both of them, um, they don't like being rushed. They make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, and that's you don't want to be playing us when you've got players like that in the squad. And Didi as well was was at fault for that in, in previous games. Obviously, he didn't come on until later as a substitute in this game. Yeah. Um, but Joe Linton with just quick feet and determination, you've got to be more switched on against us. Um, and then Chris Wood, as he's done countless times, is good from the penalty spot. Old-fashioned, traditional penalty taker. Um, he knew where he was putting it. He committed. He buried it. Good penalty. Um, and yep. I don't... You know, I had family walk in the room when he was taking it and they were like, oh, don't jinx it. I was like, no, Chris Wood's fine with the penalties. He's yep. If he misses it, I can't blame him because I know at least he's committed to a side and that's what you want with your penalty taker. You don't want them hesitating. Yeah, it was. Look, I mean, I never felt in any doubt that he was going to score. Just the way he, he he just walks up, he just blasts it. He, but he doesn't blast it with just, just you know, for the sake of blasting it. He positions the penalty so well, and you know, he decides where he wants to go, and bang, he'll hit that target. Uh, Mark Taylor, thank you for your five pound super chat. He says, "Get in, come on the tune, and happy Christmas to all." Uh, Nathan Page, thank you for your £5 super chat. He says, what are your thoughts on people talking about us being in the title race? Well, yeah, that started is, today, hasn't it? Yeah, but we are. You know, where we are now positioned in the league, you can't, you know, we are in the title race, whether it sounds bizarre or not, we are second in the Premier League. So we have to be included in that title race at the minute. Now, look, I'm not saying for one second we're going to win the title, right? I'm not saying that. But as for the title race... We're in it, and nobody can deny that, Billy. Absolutely not. No, we're second on the table, on merit, deservedly so. Mm. Uh, tables don't lie and what have you. Uh, and if you're second in the table and you're just off the top, then you're in that race to that top spot, aren't you? Absolutely. So, sure. As ridiculous as it sounds, and, and we would never have said this before the season started, <laughs> but as the season's gone on, 
you know, there's this little kind of feeling in the bottom of my bottom of my bones that think we can do this. And all right, it's, it's probably probably not going to happen, but still, still. Yeah. There. Well, Leicester fans probably felt the same the the, the 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 year they won the league. You know, it's it's they probably felt exactly the same at this time of the year. But I mean, let's not forget any any of us at the start of the season who were quoting fourth were getting laughed at. So yeah. the fact that we're currently in second. Um, it's bizarre. Have imagined it, 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 yeah. it's, it's incredible. Um, Russell says, uh, evening, everyone. What a great result today and cancer-free. Fantastic news, Russell. That is brilliant news. Well done uh, for fighting and uh, well done for getting that news. That's brilliant. Uh, Anders says, so if true, Shelby out two months, then we need a new centre midfielder. Um, look, the news about Shelby is a surprise. Um, it, it's, it's, it's horrible news for John Joe because uh, he's fought his way back to fitness from, from what he went through. Uh, at the start of the season, of course, getting injured against Benfica. But I just have a very, very sneaky suspicion that, that you know, looking at Madison's demeanour today, we knew he wasn't going to play. I think that was obvious from, you know, we were seeing it all week on the, you know, on the shows. But, you know, he's come out with, Rogers came out with a knee injury. I mean, do we believe him or do we think that there's, there's more to this, uh, Alex? Um. Potentially, yeah, because we've seen Sean sit in the six role um, when Bruno's not been available. So if if this is if this is a two month minimum injury, because two months would be you know it's not going to be two months and then straight into a starting lineup. It's two months until fit-ish, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, you know that that's going to be February, um, close to the end of February. It's not. We're going to have to pull the trigger. And the club have set a precedent for this with uh, Alexander Isak. When there were questions over striker fitness, they pulled the trigger, spent £60 million on a striker. So they, this is one of the... We're getting to that point now where a few months ago when we were doing shows, we had no history with the owners and we weren't sure what we could predict. Whereas in this specific case, we can because they've done this with Isak. They have pulled the trigger when there's been an injury crisis. So logically, it's I think it's fair to suggest that they might go out and get another midfielder. Um, this strengthens that for sure. So it would make sense. Sean and Bruno playing as sixes. I know we don't all like Sean as a six, but Eddie Howe is put in there when mm-hmm. necessary. Um, yeah, it makes Madison even more plausible or a, or even a, a different central midfielder. Did, more did you see the clip of Madison? Uh, His little Disney all the new, thing, yeah. Uh, saying hello to all the Newcastle players as well, which oh, was really? interesting. Yeah. I didn't see that. Um, no. Which that really sort of... Um, it, it was very strange. It just as if he sort of knew them all. It was it was bizarre. Uh, Johnny Metal, uh, thank you very much for your twenty quid super chat, my friend. Uh, a couple of good signings. Uh, and why can't we win the league? He says. Uh, well, um, who I know I, I can't even believe we're seeing these things. Uh, Matt says hello, Paul. Billy, Alex, Chatters, and Mod Squad. Fantastic win. Aiden says top four. I, I think that has to be. Uh, a real aim now, top four, without a doubt. Uh, James, good evening. Solos this evening, all what a great result and second in the league. How are the lads? Arsenal bid combined 52 million for Mudrick, uh, which has been rejected out of hand. Um, interesting that he, Peter says, evening, all what a Christmas cracker that was. The boys performed brilliantly. Jordy Mick, evening, lads, and all in chat. Fantastic result, making my Jack Daniels taste even better than normal. Hope you're getting uh, well as well, Jordy Mick. I know you've had a, a real uh tough end of the year so uh, stay strong buddy and hope you're getting better um can stato confirm or deny if he lives near me uh, northamptonshire as 
we think we spotted him a week ago and the kids were upset I wouldn't let them bother him for an autograph. Uh, ish, yeah. Wow. Not, not in not in Northampton, but near the county, yeah, I guess. Well, Northamptonshire, yeah, definitely. Well, there you go. Uh, don't be afraid to approach him. He doesn't bite. I'm sure he would have... Uh, he would have uh, gladly done that for the kids. Um, I wouldn't mind talking about the tune. They all support Man exactly. United and Liverpool down here. So There you go. So next time you see him, go and tap him on the shoulder. Uh, he should really wear his big Toon Stato shirt everywhere he goes, just so uh, people do know. Uh, Dominic says, uh, great match, controlled it in the second half. Ian says, evening, guys and mods, great results. Anders, uh, so you're going to bring to replace Shelby if he's out the two months. Well, you never know. Uh, Madison is my choice without a shadow of a doubt. When can we start talking about winning the league, says Anthony? Well, we already have. Uh, Rochi says, gifted a new uh, black and white Newcastle jersey yesterday for Christmas. First jersey in about 20 years. Great to wear it for that awesome winter day. Three goals, three points and three pints. Uh, glad you enjoyed it, Rochi. Jordy Mick, thank you for your £5 super sticker, matey. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, right, we, we have to talk about the second goal, guys, because... The second goal was just breathtaking, to say the least. You know, a little chip down the right-hand side from Kieran Trippier. Miggy cuts in, lays it to Bruno. Bruno, first-time ball back to Miggy. But the way Miggy took it and cruised through was just brilliant. And this is, you know, the Miggy of a couple of years ago would have would have panicked and lost the ball. But the composure this guy has now just to steady him, take it on the outside of the boot, glide past the defenders and slot it home, Billy, was just a thing of beauty. Do you know what? You've done exactly what the, the, the prime commentators did and totally ignored Bruno's role at the beginning of the move. Mm. What he did at the beginning of the move was absolutely sublime. That switch. Uh, yeah. The switch over to Trippier, but the actual bit of skill he did to get away from his mark yeah, in the first yeah. place was absolutely phenomenal. Switch ball over to Trippier, his ball down to Miggy, the one-two with Bruno, it was a fantastic goal. And it's his monthly goal of the month contender, isn't it? And given we've had no, goal, no goals in December, I think he's going to win it again as well. I mean, Paul Merson was absolutely oozing over it and he's not a big fan. But these pundits that weren't particularly fond of us and now they can't help but enjoy it because it's just really yeah. good football and it's lovely. Yeah. They, they can't, they're struggling to find hate now because they like it. Well, yeah, I mean, look, you can't say anything apart from that was just a sublime goal. And Billy, you're right. I did miss that at the Bruno. But, you know, it's because Bruno, I mean, I saw his heat map at the, heat map at the end of the game. And it was absolutely incredible. The amount of ground that that guy covered today was sensational. And, you know, he, he you know, he was knackered on Tuesday night, Alex. He, you know, we, we said that when he, uh, he he asked to come off. I think it was what, about 10 minutes before the end. Um, well, it was but, possibly even 15, but the coaching yeah. staff kept saying, no, no, mm. wait, wait, because they would, I think they were trying to build his fitness. They wanted to wait for the substitution. Yeah. Um, he just bossed it. He looked fit enough today. Yeah, absolutely bossed it. And the, the, the way that Miggy just finished up by rolling it into the corner, we've seen it so many times already this season. Uh, his composure is so different, Alex, to what it was, you know, even last season. He's just got so much composure about him now where he gets the ball in the box. There's no panic there. He's just level-headed. He knows where he's going to put the ball, yeah. and he, he plays it in. It's it's a case for him. You can see it in his eyes, in his body language. It's Once, once that one-two has been successful, once he's got through that little gap between yeah. the two defenders, he, he just knows. He knows yeah. he's in. He just needs to set himself left foot goal every time. He is yeah. 100% assured and confident in himself. As long as he can get through those defenders and they can receive that ball, 
He, mm. he has complete faith in himself to bury it, and he's yeah. doing it every single time um, without fail. And he's he, his work rate as well. And we're just going back to Bruno there, um, the fact that he's he's operating as a deep is as a deep midfielder, um, four out of four dribbles today, which is what you see from elite yeah. wingers. So four out of four dribbles, mm. five out of six long balls. Just the, the contribution to the team in attack and defense was just absolutely outrageous. He's just mm. elite. I mean, the goal that you guys were describing um, and Bruno's contribution to that, it just reminds me of Modric. Just yeah. sat in yeah. the middle, ping, yeah. ping, ping, little getting involved in one twos. He's not taking the limelight, but he is orchestrating everything from, from behind the scenes. He is the puppeteer, literally. Like this, this guy is performing at levels. Like teams, yeah, Champions League quality. We said this months ago, but he is performing. I mean, he got player of the match, rightly so. He was yeah. just outrageous today. Some of the stuff he was doing, it was elite. Ultra I mean, Billy Taunton, yeah, yeah, exactly. But Billy talking about contribution. Um, we look at Miggy's defensive work today as well. Oh. How many times he came back to help Trippier was, was absolutely amazing. The energy of this guy, um, and coming back and helping him, just brilliant. Yeah, there was one one occasion where Barnes had got got, got past trip here and yeah. uh, took off, yeah. off off his toes by Miggy. I've got a theory about Miggy actually. Last season and the season before, uh, in, in the Bruce train especially, um, when he had one on ones, he, he tends to tended to panic and miss them. These days, he knows he's going to get another chance if he misses one. He's not bothered. The, the confidence is there; they'll have another go at it. So he's taking it. He, he's confident in doing what he's doing. So he's not panicking because he knows he's going to get more chances at it. Whereas before. The pressure was on him to, to, to deal with that one one chance he was going to get. I think, I think he's been outstanding this season. He really has. He yeah. really has. Uh, John Burbeck, thank you very much for a £4.49 super sticker. Uh, really kind. Thank you so much. Uh, Michael Parsons just has come on Newcastle. Uh, Aiden again, top four. Up the tune, says John. Uh, David's getting nosebleeds. Uh, Arturo, good evening to you. Hope you had a fabulous Christmas. Uh, he says, I'm happy today. Uh, Richard says, Man City and Arsenal... Um, Spurs drawing also helped us now I think we're three points clear of Spurs uh, amazing what 12 months can do says Stephen, so many positive comments now onwards and upwards um, I mean the, the difference for me you know watching the game doing the commentary today Alex was that you know I'm watching Newcastle and you know in previous seasons gone by I'd be nervous when we went 1-0 or 2-0 ahead but when we go 1-0 or 2-0 up now I'm relaxed because I know that Teams are going to find it very hard to get one against us, never mind two. Yeah, well, it, it's it's a it's a result of the system and the identity. We're not going to block too much. Whenever we would take a lead and we would start sitting a bit deep, Eddie Howe would always mention that in an interview post-match that we got a bit nervous, we sat a bit deep, we didn't yeah. want to sit that deep, we did it too early, and they were they were very quick to diagnose that as something that they just don't want to do. Absolutely. Um, today was a perfect example keep your foot on the neck just keep going just they can have a bit of possession you make sure you're structured and then win the ball back you know everybody was immaculate today you know the way pope played um the way the fullbacks played even burn as well was was you know let's not forget everybody, a lot of people were saying this guy's just a center back but that was fine he's he's actually yeah, he well it seems like it, he's yeah. growing into the fullback role he's he was making more offensive runs he was tidy with his feet um, he looks like he's really growing into it. He, d- he doesn't look like a centre back out of position. He looks like a, for, for, he looks fine as a fullback now. You know, I'm Absolutely. not, I'm not bothered anymore. Um, I, obviously, long term, the the expectation is to get an attacking fullback, but 
he's not making he's not making errors. He's doing all right. No, so he's what's the problem? Doing his job, what he's been asked to do. Uh, Baz says it's my birthday today. I've had some disappointing birthday results, even during the entertainer period. Not today. Uh, mm-hmm. Exactly. Not today. Um, uh, v says my vertigo is kicking in. Uh, talk about vertigo. Uh, John Bruce says, can we all agree that if we can put in a performance like that? it's entirely possible that we can win the Premier League this season. Uh, well, look, nothing's, the, the, the more the season goes on and the more we keep picking points up, Billy, then the more we start to believe. Yeah, the consistency is certainly there. It's, it's not like a flash in the pan to go to these grounds and win 3 or 4-0. We've, we've done it 4 or 5 times this season. So the consistency is there, the quality is there. And if we can maintain the consistency and the quality, then who's to say we can't finish top of the tree at the end of it? Who's to yeah, say that? Absolutely. Um, Alex, you've got a point about uh, Miggy and uh, Miggy and Trippier. Um, yeah, just about how obviously Trippier played the first couple of games of the World Cup for England, um, and wasn't his usual self. And I think I think it just proves how how the coaching staff and Eddie Howe know how to use Trippier, and 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 that Miggy works with him, and it, you know the instructions uh, are the reason why Trippier doesn't get exposed for being slightly slower. Um, Whereas for England, he had Saka as the right winger and Saka was always far too high, always central and Trippier had got no support on the counter-attack. And it just goes to show how the coaching staff and Eddie Howe completely understand how to get the best out of this system. And they know their players. They know what works, yeah. what combinations work. And they, you know, it's it's there's no give without take. And they understand if you want to play Trippier, you need somebody who's going who's gonna, to offer that protection when necessary and can, can, can spot that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't have, we don't have the problem that England have with Trippier because our coaches understand that it is an issue and they know how to shut that down. Yeah. Um, and it's just great to watch. It's great to watch the players used correctly. Um, mm-hmm. And that this, this has happened to other clubs, you know, years ago for Man United and Liverpool players playing for England, that a lot of the, fans of clubs would moan that their players were being used incorrectly. And I could never relate to that because we didn't really have players at international level. Now I get it. I get it because we can see Trippier used correctly and Trippier used incorrectly. And now yeah. I 100% get it. that Eddie Howe really is doing a good job. Absolutely. Uh, Paul Grace says, Merry Christmas, Geordies. Uh, not looking forward to New Year's Eve as a Leeds fan. Uh, absolutely flying you, lads. Uh, Eddie Howe, what a manager. Uh, well, I can't argue with you on that one. Uh, get rid of Willock and Longstaff, you could win the league. Uh, never seen players give the ball away in my life. They try, but not at the level required. Um, I, I think that's a bit harsh on Longstaff today because I, I did criticise him a bit the first half. He gave the ball away a few times. You know, he slept a little bit when he was on the ball, lost it and, and forced Leicester into attacks. But he played, he was excellent second half. His defensive work was fabulous. I think Willock, yeah, I'll go for that. Willock was probably one of our weaker players today. But look, it is what it is with Willock. I mean, sometimes he goes through games where, uh, you know, he'll have four or five brilliant games and he'll have a couple of off games, but then he'll get his form back. And I'm sure that's what he'll do, Billy. Well, I mean, can I just so say Willock's got two goals, yeah. two assists. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Willock's got license to... I think he's the flair player with the other two more forward midfield players. And I think he's got license to do a bit more with the ball as and when he gets it. Um, yeah. and, and therefore, if it doesn't go right, because he's tried something... He did give the ball away a couple of times today, and he did lose it in a couple of dribbles. But apart from that, I thought he had a good game. Willow. Yeah, he uh, just needs to... fitness is amazing. It's, that's yeah. his biggest quality is, is is the amount of ground he covers. In He's defense. improved immensely with his fitness, hasn't he? But I think the one thing that I would like him to see 
do better is combined with Miggy when, you know, he's making them dart and runs into the box and Miggy's flicking it into him. He just sometimes loses concentration a little bit, doesn't he? Alex? Yeah, I pointed that run out to you at Bournemouth. In the first yeah, few minutes yeah, at Bournemouth, uh, Sean made that run into the box and he got flicked on by Miggy. And since that first time, we've seen them try it together about six times. Yeah. It's not worked once. And it, it looks like if it, it looks like it would be incredible if it if it actually results in something, but they keep messing up. Do you think um, Miggy got frustrated second half, didn't he? Uh, one yeah. nil Billy. Penalty to West Ham. <clears throat> oh West Ham. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm I'm curious whether this is a constructed move in training because they keep yeah. trying that same run where Sean will keep going and Miggy will try and thread it and Sean ends up in the box, but then it will go out for a goal kick because it's mm. been over here or Sean's too slow. So I wonder if it's a training ground move that they've worked on or well, whether they're just yeah. having a go. Um, they'll keep trying. I'm sure they will. They'll keep working on it and uh, hopefully it'll uh, it'll improve as time goes on. Uh, Kungle Fox says, hope that fellow that wrestled the shirt off that kid um, shits out a hedgehog tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that. Absolutely mm-hmm. disgusting. Um, and I really do hope that he gets found out. Uh, and some sh- the club should actually do something as well. Get, you know, get a shirt to this kid. Um, because you know, I think it was Trippier 1 0 West Ham. Uh, I'm sure it was Trippier that threw the was it Trippier that th- threw his shirt? Um, Joe Linton. Oh, was it Joe Linton? I know a few of them did. Um, but uh, you know, it was definitely for the kid. And uh, and what kind of bloke do you have to be to, to, to wrestle the shirt off a young child? I mean, what kind of man does that make you? Well, it's these I people that want to try and sell them and stuff, isn't it? They try and yeah. grab all of them and sell them. Just let the kids have him, man. I hope he's up. I hope he's embarrassed with himself because he's been uh, photographed now across social media. So uh, I hope he's embarrassed by his actions and it's just a shame because that put a little bit of a dent on the the, the whole day. Mm. Seeing something like that, a little kid going home from Leicester, knowing that he could have had Joel Linton's shirt apart from an absolute numpty who pinches it off him. Just shocking, man. Shocking behaviour. Um, v says uh, all the part timers shouting how out whenever things didn't go our way. You can shut up. Uh, well, there you go, V. Uh, why you you say how it is? Uh, Roy says, Do you know, Alex, if Madison has played in the League Cup this year? He has, yeah, he came on uh, as a substitute, he, yeah, he <clears throat> so he's cut tied. Um, Sai says, At the beginning of the season, I would have been delighted with eighth, uh, but to be challenging for a Champions League spot is beyond belief. How are the lads? Uh, Fez. Good evening, and thank you again for your continued uh, uh, support of the channel by doing the studio backgrounds. I really appreciate that, buddy. Uh, evening, everyone. What a result that was today. Second, uh, Francisco, good evening to you. My three foreign brothers, a very Merry Christmas to you and your families, as well as to all the mods and chat. Magnificent way to restart the season. Uh, absolutely. And then, of course, uh, Billy, Big Joe comes in uh, for a header from a, a trip to your corner uh, mm-hmm. on the half hour, and it's three. Uh, he wanted that, didn't he? I mean, I said in commentary just before that, he's, he's, he's had his hand up and he's saying, me, me, uh, Trippier put it on a spot for him and uh, Sumara with some dreadful defending. Um, but Joel Linton wanted it more. Absolutely. Pure appetite for the goal, for the head for the ball, to get his head on the ball, to knock it into the net. It was a great header, great appetite, great, great goal. And he had a great game. He was superb, Joel Linton, today. He was. And I think it, not just that, but again, Billy, the defensive work that he does. Everything about him. You know, he did, he covered, another one that covers every blade of grass in the pitch. He's got tricks as well. He very rarely gives the ball away. He's just a, an, an absolute asset to the team. And if we haven't got him, we don't have to miss him. 
Uh, indeed. Uh, Jimmy says, uh, haven't missed a beat. Hope you had a good Christmas out there, Mr. Jimmy. Um, Troll says, I'm so proud of our club as a whole. Um, moving into the second half, Alex, it was more of just um, see the game out, wasn't it? That, I kind of got that impression. Uh, we did try, you know, we went at them a little bit early doors in the second half, but then uh, it was as if to say, right, let's just stay disciplined, see the game out and take the three points home. Yeah, I mean, they, they did come out and try. Um, I think they tired a bit, but they did get a little bit of control in the game. I was very impressed with um, that Watt uh, Faust guy, the guy that we were linked with. I thought he was exceptional. He was the only one on the Leicester side uh, who gave a damn. He was screaming. He was stopping, stepping into midfield to tackle, trying to progress him up the pitch. Uh, the rest of them were useless. Useless. Yeah. I would be so angry if I was a Leicester fan. Half of yeah. them are not fit to wear the shirt. That was a disgraceful performance from a lot of them, to be fair. Yeah. A, lot of them, well, a lot of them sort of hid. Uh, Jamie Vardy tried his best when he came on. Um, I think they were more dangerous with Dakar up front, in all honesty, because he got through with a, it was an excellent Nick Pope save that stopped that. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. So it was a case of us just being careful. We knew they'd come out with a plan in the second half, and we just had to make sure we, um, when, when they did have a bit of possession, we, we were careful and structured. Uh, we were. They did find a, a bit of space a few times, but Botman and Byrne had to both be switched on. Byrne was quite fortunate not to get an own goal with that little. <laughs> Well, I mean, there was nothing you could do but... about it, was it? Botman no, just no, played it off his shins. But I suppose when, the the, when when things are going well, those sort of things start going your way, don't they? I mean, mm. if that was where, when we were near the bottom of the league, you can guarantee that would nestle in the bottom corner. Yeah. It was worth, worth mentioning, I think the, one of the commentators mentioned that I think Fabian shares only one booking away from uh, a suspension. So we could do with... Uh, Big Fab, just just being careful for a few games because we we definitely want him for the Arsenal match, so we need him to be careful against Leeds. I thought he was sensational today again, both of them, Botman and Cher, Billy. Just, just I mean, Botman just knocking crossfield passes with right and left foot. He's just got it all. And and there was one header that I think it was was it the second half. The cross came in from the left, I think, and Fabian Cher headed the ball away, but he stuck his head in a place where, you know. He could really get easily kicked in the face, but he is just so brave. Yeah, he, he, he seems to go down every week with a head with some sort of head injury, and, and it's it's because he does that because he's brave as a lion, isn't he? He'll put his mm. head where some players won't put the boots. Um, I think he was outstanding today, Cher. I think Botman was too. I think the Leicester fullback should have been sent off for the tackle on him that left him with a, a bleeding shin. Yeah, you saw it on his sock, and the commentator was mm. saying not much in it. You know, yeah. yeah, commentator said she didn't she, that he didn't touch yeah. Botman, yeah. and but, Botman yeah. was bleeding. Yeah, was stopped, I mean, with, with claret red. You know, did, did you think that the referee let a lot go today? Because I think he tried to keep the game flowing, but there was some very strange decisions where you know some some tackles clearly for me. I mean, there was one where Bruno had his shirt pulled back when he was, a, or maybe Trippier. Uh, he, he danced past the, the the Leicester player and he pulled his shirt and pulled him back. Now, that is supposed to be a yellow card. And he, he, he didn't book him. And then some of the tackles that were flying. Now, listen, I'm all for referees, you know, letting the game flow. Uh, it, it's much nicer to watch than, you know, blown up every two minutes. But some of the decisions just kind of bordered on very strange, I thought. I mean, Castagna, at least five occasions, left his foot after the ball had gone. Not booked. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, they were they were, they were, they were quite, quite nasty, actually, Leicester and... And it's been the same with a lot of teams we've played recently because mm. they can't get the ball through legit, legitimate reasons. 
Yeah. Um, but they're frustrated and they're leaving the feet in. It's happened. On, I thought, on yeah, I thought game. frustration was a major point, Billy, today with the Leicester players. They were, they were yeah. getting very, very frustrated. Um, Sai says, I love the way Bruno celebrated the tackle at the end. Um, yes. Uh, uh, I think, um, listen, it was <laughs> to see Bruno celebrating the tackle um, very, very late on in the game. Let's not forget, it was very, very. Um, well, it was the last few moments of the game, wasn't it? That he was... Uh, but I've got it here. I mean, you know what it is? It, I mean, it, it wasn't a crunch and tackle. He just deflected the ball out. But, uh, I mean, that's what we want to see, Alex. That's pure raw passion. I mean, it's one of the few players... We, we've got a lot of fan favourites uh, over the years and, and even mm. now, but he's the only one that seems to really just... Even the, the fact he's foreign and he's never lived in, in England before... I know Miggy's great, but Bruno just kind of gets it. He any everything he says and does is exactly what we want. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he knows that. It's just a match made in heaven. He's just meant to be at this club. He's always in, an, he in the, the right celebrations, things. isn't he? No matter yeah. who scores, he's always at the forefront of the celebrations. Now, what did you think um, of 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 Joel Linton when he put that ball underneath his shirt? Does that mean? Uh, that uh, him and his partner are going to have another baby, or he's celebrating something. Uh, very strange well, that one. Even on it? Instagram, I guess, guys. Oh, yeah, I think Sinclair's pregnant. Sinclair's <laughs> pregnant, is he? Wow. Okay. Uh, interesting. Um, and there is, of course, Bruno with his uh, Player of the Match award, uh, with a, that huge smile on his face. He's just loving life right now, isn't he? He really is. Just um, to think, twelve months ago, he came to this country, couldn't speak a word of English. Yeah. Now he's conducting interviews with various TV companies, yeah. having a laugh with them and conversing fantastically. And he's, he's, Didn't know he's anything about Newcastle United. Uh, and, 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 and the fans just love him. We love him. He's dominating every he's, game he plays virtually. He's, oh, he's, 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 he's just, a world-class player. He's just incredible to watch. He really is. Um, Lofty says, uh, if we beat Leeds, I reckon uh, it'd be time to really start believing what seemed like a dream at the start of the season may actually come true. Um, what, what I said in the commentary, Alex, is I said, you know, we've got Arsenal away very soon, and I think that's going to be a pivotal game to see where we actually are. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I, I think it's fair for some of you, if you think you want to talk about the title now, that's your choice. I respect that. But I think, personally, if we beat Leeds, and then if we go and beat Arsenal, that'll close somewhat of a gap on them. Yeah. Then I'm willing to start talking, because then that's 18 games played for us. Um, and then we will have beaten the the the, the current you know first place team. Um, and we we got the draw against City at home. There, then I think it's fair for personally for me to start believing that it might be possible. Yeah. Um, I think a lot depends also on January as well because we've still got Isak to come back. I think it's worth mentioning as well. They included him in the little Christmas video. And he, he seems to be a bit more involved now. So, yeah. you know, they mentioned in the press conference, he's not going to be in the next couple of games, but he's definitely yeah. there. Absolutely. So, fingers crossed he's going to come back soon and contribute. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so I think I think after what, after the Arsenal game, I'll then I'll then say what I think. 
Yeah, holding out at the uh, moment. Just holding out a little bit. Uh, Rachel mentioning Shea given who he was fanboying all over Eddie. I mean, at, at half time was hilarious because as soon as the they went to the three of them at half time, uh, you know, <laughs> Shea given could not stop smiling. He's you could see you saying, "I can't. I need to just stay professional here. I need to stay professional." But the the smile kept, and he kept looking at Emil Heskey and just smiling. Uh, it was just brilliant to watch, and and obviously. You know, Shea Given, you know, despite the fact, obviously, he played for other clubs after Newcastle. He's a Newcastle fan. Uh, the heart, the club is in his heart. And, of course, we've seen that his, uh, his kids support Newcastle United. We've seen various uh, funny videos with them jumping around in Newcastle shirts and things like that. It, it's fabulous to see, Billy. And, uh, you know, even the old players now are getting recognition from the club and being, um, you know, getting to come back to the club and be part of this all. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that Shay fell out of love with the club while the previous owner was here and led to yeah. leaving leaving us. He's not the only I, one. I, I think in a precarious position, I think he should have sort of out at the end of the season. Um, mm. at, the, at the time, I thought of that. Um, but obviously, since since that parasite's pissed off, he's back in the swing of things again. And he is, he's a fanboy, you can tell by the way he acted today. And it's great to see, because he's the best keeper we've had in our, in, in our, in our history, I, I think. Um, yeah. Although, we might not be saying that in a year or two's time, because I think the current keeper's not far away from him. Exactly. Um, Dan says, I don't know how it was in England, but in America, it sounded like a Newcastle home game. Most away games for Newcastle do, uh, because we sell out the away end, we sing non-stop. Uh, and again, just magnificent support down there again today. Uh, superb stuff. Uh, now, guys, we've got over 700, nearly 750 watching. Thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, if you are enjoying the show, please do hit that like button. And of course, if you're new to the channel, please do subscribe. It is free to do so. Uh, we have a lot of people on here who aren't necessarily Newcastle fans either. Uh, just love the football banter on this channel. and love the uh, family community that we have on here. So please do subscribe and hit the button that'll tell you when we upload or go live. Uh, become a member by hitting the join button just underneath. And of course, if you want to donate to the channel like so many wonderful people already have tonight, just hit the dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments. Uh, Magpie since 1987, thank you for £4.49 Super Chat. He says the man and child were father and son. Uh, is posted on social that he was wrestling the shirt from the woman next to them, trying to snatch it from him. Uh, well, it, it all got a bit complicated. Uh, but we also do merchandise, guys. Uh, if you head over to uh, www.thetoonreview.co.uk uh, this is where you can find all of this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. So there you go, guys. If you want your tune review merchandise, the tunereview.co.uk.co.uk is the place to go. Uh, now, Alex, I know you've got to go very shortly um, because uh, the the family have uh, paused their quiz for you to get a bit of uh, camera time tonight. Um, so uh, we'll just ask you before you go. Uh, we'll not go through all the players, but we'll. Uh, who was who was your standout players today? Uh, that's a good one. I mean, they all were exceptional, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, a, a quick summary, and then I'll keep it sweet. I, I think the centre-backs were both brilliant. The long balls, the control, the awareness. Bruno played with the match for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, I think I think Joe Linton deserves a, a good shout there. Um, and somewhat Willock, because I think he was he got a bit of stick 
But I think there's a reason for that. I think Willock and him are both playing that funny interchangeable role, and it's for a reason. I think mm. it just depends on whoever ends up in the best position. They just yeah. go with it. They rotate. They'll let Joe Linton be left wing or Willock be left wing. Because how many times was Willock out on the left wing um, at the byline? Yeah, I mean, they're covering each other's position it's, all it's the time. For, yeah, that's that's the point. That's the reason for it. So I think, you know, Willock's still only 22 years old, I think. It, it could be 23. might correct me if I'm wrong. Still a young lad, still learning. Um, and it's a nice little little system they've got. And that, that's why I think Maxi didn't start, because that system of, of Willock and Joe Linton rotating on that left, one will drop into midfield or one will drop will go will go into left wing. It yeah. works really. We've got such a balanced system, such a balanced side. Um, but Joe Linton specifically was great. He was great. Um, he got he, he, won, he got the header. He won the penalty. He was dominating in midfield. He was dominating on the wing. He was aggressive. He didn't tire. Exceptional. I, I think. I think arguably Joe Linton's unfortunate not to get player of the match himself. I think he did enough. Um, so I'll give it to Joe Linton personally. I think they all did excellent. Excellent. Miggy again, great. Trippier, great. Even Longstaff. Some people criticise him. I, th- I think he was excellent. I thought he put in. A- I think the reason Bruno looks so good is because people like Longstaff cover so much ground. It makes his yeah, job yeah, a lot that's easier. A good point, though. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, exceptional. I think it's uh, Popey deserves a little mention for for being switched on at the right time. We've mm-hmm. got again. We're we're at that stage now where we've got more possession and we're so much much more dominant than a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Where your goalkeeper doesn't have as much to do. You know, we're used to having sort of Tim Krull, 10 saves a game. And, you know, we're not that yeah. anymore. We're, 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 it's at the point where our goalkeeper's got to stand there for ages. Um, we've got to make sure they're yeah. really switched on when they have to make a save. Indeed. And Nick Pope is, is always that. He's um top, top professional. Even, yeah. even if you watch him taking goal kicks, he'll place the ball, three steps back, step to the side, another step back, take a breath. He, he just, he yeah. knows how to squeeze time if necessary. But it's um, great for those defenders, though, isn't it? When uh, and I said during the watch along, when 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 Leicester are, are trying to break through us, eventually they're having to turn and hit the long ball again. And yeah. th- you know, it happened to Vardy a few times in the second half where he thinks he's in and he just looks up and Nick Pope's already got the ball. Uh, yeah. It must be so frustrating that they, they, they can't get through. Uh, but listen, Alex, I'll let you go, buddy. Uh, enjoy the rest of your quiz, and uh, we'll see you uh, later on in the week. Uh, you will so, indeed. Uh, enjoy your quiz. See you soon, guys. Good night, Alex. Good night. So there goes Alex. Uh, now, Billy, we will turn our attention to the player ratings in just a moment. Uh, see if uh, see if the uh, viewers agree with us. Uh, Jason Brown says, even if they get past the Rolls Royce, we have the holy one. Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. And it, it, you know, we just talked about that, Billy. The, the ball's over the top, uh, but it's the it's the positional play of Nick Pope and the speed that he comes out at. And it's not like he comes out in a rash manner and just no. smashes the ball in. He'll smash it into the crowd if he has to. But more than likely, he just controls the ball and then passes to the to whoever's available and we start again. And that's all down to his now, so isn't it? He reads the game really well, doesn't he? He's, it's not just a case of racing out there and getting there before the striker. He knows yeah. when it's coming and what, how it's coming. Um, he seems to read the game. So, so like a centre-half would, a, a good centre-half would at that. So, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's an outstanding goalkeeper and one of the reasons why we, we let Dubravka go and now have a goalkeeper that can play with his feet. It's, it, mm. it makes a massive difference to us. It makes a massive difference to us. And and the save he made, I know Vardy was offside, but certainly Nick Pope wasn't to know that at the time, was just another sign that he's just, he's so switched on and his concentration doesn't dip. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was a great save. Uh, there was also a save that he made from a shot from, I think it might have been indeed near the end, where it bounced 
right in front of him. He could have it could have hit his chest and come out. He he, he pouched it in one go. It, was, it, was, it looked looked an easy save, but it was a phenomenal mm. save and a difficult one at that. Absolutely. Uh, Gakpo, instead of ASM, in my opinion, will work with Botman. Uh, just see what happens in the transfer window. Uh, interesting. Uh, Z football is boring but steady. Chris Wood will always be dependable when needed. Um, so lay off him. Uh, well, I'm let, me say about Chris Wood. let me say about Chris Wood. He should have scored. Yeah, today. go ahead, Bill. Um, yeah, Joe will have laid him on a plate like ASM did the other night. Again, it was a similar like, position as well, wasn't it? Just slightly over the bar. He's getting closer. The next one will go in. I yeah. it, it, you know, it, again, though, Billy, he had it, He had time to take a touch and just lace it through like he does from the penalties. But it, it, again, he just lacks leaning that back. composure, doesn't he? But He was, he was just, leaning back again, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it was It was uh, so unlucky. But, you know, there wasn't far over the bar this time, to be fair to him. No. Um uh, Tom says on the subject of Cher, it's amazing he hasn't really got a song. The chorus to Living on a Prayer would surely be, whoa, Fabian Cher. Yes, that would sound pretty good, Tom. Maybe you can start that off at the next game, my friend. Uh, by the way, the man has posted on social media, he was the kid's dad, uh, and the woman next to him had grabbed the shirt from the boy, uh, and he was wrestling it back off her. Well, okay, uh, well, whatever the situation is, somebody tried to wrestle the shirt off a kid, uh, mm -hmm. which is still wrong. Um, so I hope it got sorted out anyway. Uh, Neil says, Would you replace Cher for the Leeds game with Burn and bring Target back in to protect Cher for the Arsenal game? Um, that's a good question, actually, Billy, because obviously he's one yellow card away from a suspension, isn't he? Do we need him more against the Leeds game or Arsenal, or can we not just think about that? We just have to play our best team. The question is that he wouldn't replace Cher with, with Burn, no, he'd bring Lasalle in because he's right for that's the that's the, the question you've got to ask yourself. I prefer mm. to play him and hope he doesn't get put. You know, he shouldn't really get booked against Leeds, but I mean, Leeds are a hard pressing team themselves. So, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. play him personally. If he gets booked, he gets booked. Yeah, uh, but it is what it is. I'm sure we'll, if he does get booked, if he plays and gets booked, we deal with it. We deal with it all the time. You know, look at us before the match today saying, oh, no, Wilson's not there. ASM's on the bench. I'd take a draw. And then I said, I'd see people say, oh, I'll take a draw. And I'm saying, well, hang on a minute. How many times have we said this this season? And the team's gone out and defied all odds, and it did it again today. Uh, we played, we we played ourselves at Anfield, and he, he had a good game there. So, I mean, yeah, who, who would say that he'll be shipped against uh, yeah. Arsenal? More than likely, he will be, but you never know. Um, Jason says Bruno's dad is the reason Bruno is a fine human being. The man sneaks into the crowd. He does. He's always there somewhere. Uh, but it's uh, it, it's funny. Uh, he's he's always got a smile on his face as well, like Bruno, uh, which is which is brilliant. Uh, David says Leicester's fan zone were going back crap crazy about Rodgers and his lack of plan B. It was very funny. Uh, well, there you go. I mean, look, at, at Brendan Rodgers, I think there's nothing I think Brendan Rodgers could have done about the first 10 minutes. I mean, they were blown away, completely blown away. And there was that spell just before we got our third goal, Billy, where Leicester did start knocking on the door, asking a few questions, but then we went up the other end and, and grabbed that uh, Joel Linton goal. Yeah, they got they got Tealibans into the game, didn't they? That was the key to it. Yeah. They got Tealibans into the game. He started threading through balls for Dakar. Looked looked dangerous. We, we managed to, to defend it pretty easily enough. Um, but they were they were pressing a little bit. Like you say, we went up to the end and scored, and that was the end of it. Yeah, that was the end of that for the, for the uh, game as, as we saw it because there was no way they'll come yeah. back in three down. Definitely not. Uh, Blue Carman says, "Guys, where's Danielle these days? Uh, she's left the channel, unfortunately. She's." Uh, uh, no malice or anything like that. She's just stood down because uh, 
she's got a lot going on behind the scenes with her job and everything like that and couldn't commit to the channel. So uh, she's uh, decided to leave. So uh, we wished her all the very, very best. Uh, still a big part of the channel, still a big part of, of us, uh, and she always will be. Um, uh, Sai says, the fans chanting, you're just a shit Colaccini uh, to uh, Faiz <laughs> was, uh, was hilarious. Yeah, I heard that at one stage. Yeah, that's uh, really good, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's great. Just, I mean, I, I did make a point that he looked like Colaccini very early on, uh, you know, with the big hair, but uh, it, not as good. Uh, Newcastle sending shockwaves through the best league in the world, says Jason. Uh, mm-hmm. Jordi Howeerman says, I speak for myself, but my life has definitely changed for the better since the takeover, not forgetting finding the tune review. Thank you very much, Jordi Howeerman. Uh, nice to have you here. Uh, Paul J, good evening to you. Uh, right, we'll start the player ratings, Billy, um, and we'll give our, we'll give, well, we'll both mark the players, we'll mark them all. Um, uh, first of all, John says a certain Liverpool commentator missing out Newcastle in the race for top four. He stated Poole, now so many points behind Arsenal, City and Spurs, didn't even acknowledge Newcastle. Well, what do you expect uh, from a, a club that's gone way down in my estimations, to be honest? Uh, right, Nick Pope today. Um, I mean, I'll, I'm going to give Nick Pope a nine because, he, you know, he stayed so alert. I mean, I know the save from Vardy was offside. He wasn't to know that. The way he came racing off his line to uh, deny Dakar um, was was brilliant as well. So quick off his line. But his all-round play from the, like we said earlier, Billy, when he was Leicester knocking the ball around, couldn't get through us, so they would have to go long. And Nick Pope's just out off his line like a flash. So for me, he gets a nine. How about yourself? I'll give him an eight because I don't think he had that much to do. But what he did do, he did it perfectly well. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. I don't want him to have tens because that means he's done loads and loads of things. Well, but, uh, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, and it, I, I don't think he did have a lot to do today. What he did do, he did perfectly, perfectly well. Did it fantastically. Looks a, another world class goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eight out of ten for me because I don't think. He did and the that. shots that did come at him, they, yeah. they came straight out. He was well positioned, wasn't he? We can't. I think uh, the first shot on target was indeed after about eighty-eight minutes. So. With the volley, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen Donaldson says, uh, best NUFC podcast on the tube, guys. Thank you very much, Stephen. Much appreciated. Uh, Nick Pope, second only to the Pope with clean sheets. <laughs> I bet the Pope ain't got clean sheets. Let's not go there. Uh, Julie J, on Facebook, someone said the kid got the shirt. Well, that's good. Uh, brilliant. Uh, really good. Michael news. Oliver, uh, incidentally, referee in Arsenal, West Ham, has just been told to go to screen to give Arsenal a penalty, and he didn't do it. He refused it. Good. Good. It wasn't. It wasn't. He's done that. Either. He's done that once before this season. When uh, he, look, if he feels in his own mind that it wasn't, he doesn't listen to VAR, which is which is very good. Uh, even after looking at it, which is which is brilliant. Right. Uh, we'll move to right back now, uh, and we've got uh, obviously the captain Kieran Trippier, Billy. Yeah, left from the front as usual. Um, I'm going to give him eight out of ten. Also, um, sometimes he looks a bit weak at the back defensively with his pace. But mm. what he what he loses out in pace, he gains in, in mouse and brains. And he's always the one pushing up, up the pitch. So yeah. 8 out of 10 for me for Kieran. Yeah, I'll go 8 out of 10 for Trippier as well. I think I agree with what you've said there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we can't forget how much Miggy makes Trippier look even better than Trippier already is because Miggy's always there to cover him. And the, the, the kind of, um, you know, system that they have together, the, the, the partnership... It, it works. It really does work because I think Trippier knows in his own mind that what he lacks for pace, 
you know, he can play Miggy in all the time and Miggy can defend for him. So it it, it just works. Uh, so, yeah, I'd agree with an eight. Uh, on the other side, uh, Dan Byrne. Um, I'll go with an eight for Dan Byrne as well. I thought he was very, very good today. Um, looked steady, pushed forward, um, and, and really did look colossal. He, he did, you know, he faced very, very difficult wingers today. Um, because Harvey Barnes was swapping wings, and then of course he had to deal with Castanier coming forward as well. Then of course Ian Acho in the second half, and I thought he stood up to them brilliantly, Billy. Yeah, they had sense for me also for Burn. Not just his defensive play, but he also looks a much better prospect going forward as well. Like, like Alex said about his, his, his work with his feet, his passing, his, uh, his, 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 his vision was quite good today also. So they had sense a fair score for them. Yep. Uh, a lot of people going nines for Trippier as well, but uh, I don't think it was quite at <clears> the nine. But listen, I mean, when we're talking about eights and nines, you know the, the everybody's had a great game. Uh, Nathan says, good evening all. Ooh, how lucky we are to have had the Emery deal fall through. Uh, yeah, Villa watch are very quiet tonight, aren't they? Uh, idiot that he is. Uh, Burn, everyone agreeing really sevens and eights for Dan Burn. Um, Burn is the best signing Newcastle made so far. Unreal lad from the tune. Um, Dan says uh, Byrne was an eight and yet I thought Trips looked better um, again we're going to have that but we're moving to centre-backs Billy uh, Sven Botman uh, nine out of ten for me for Sven once again just a Rolls Royce and the, the, the distribution of the ball is phenomenal mm. reads the game well got a turn of pace also you can't yeah. ask for much more than that and the lad's only 22 what's mm. going to be like in five years time at his peak yeah Lord I agree. I'm, I agree with you, Billy. Number, uh, nine for me. I thought he was uh, just—he just oozes quality, and the fact that he can ping these balls, you know, with his left and right foot, you know. So if he if he if he's forced onto his left, it doesn't matter. If he forced onto his right, it doesn't matter because we know he can play the ball with both feet and clear the danger. So for me, uh, just an exceptional, exceptional player. Um, Fabian Scher. Uh, I'm going to give Fabian Scher a nine as well. I thought he was just, again, just like uh, Botman, a Colossus, the way he, he cleared some of the balls there. But not just that, Billy. The, the marauding run he went on in the second half, where he flicked that over the Leicester's head, Leicester player's head, and then went on a run, driving right through. And eventually, he, he was so tired that he just literally ran into a Marte and, and <laughs> fell to the floor. It was just incredible. I love it when he does that. I think that's the first time ever I've known um, a commentator describe one of our centre-halves as Franco Baresi, because that's what he did there. He <laughs> it was very Franco Baresi-esque, though, wasn't it? The way he <clears> took the ball forward. Yeah, just he's, he's, a, he's a, just a class act, isn't he? He's a great defender, a great defender. Defending is his game, uh, but he's also got a, a bit of tricky with anyway, He's great passing the ball also, so got he a is, goal yeah. in him. So, yeah, I, I think 9 out of 10 is a perfectly fair score for Fabian Scher today. Okie doke. Uh, well, we'll move on to the midfield now. Uh, we'll start with Sean Longstaff, Bill. Uh, I'm going to give Sean an eight. I thought, again, his fitness was great. Uh, yeah. Works ever so hard. It does it every week, even when we think mm. he's knackered. He still keeps going. Gave the ball away a few times, but that's in Sean's remit. He sometimes does that. Uh, but eight out of ten, I think, it's a fair score for his endeavour today. Yeah. Um I'm going to give him an eight as well. Uh, it would have been a seven, but his, his second half performance was a lot better um, and certainly helping out defensively in the second half uh, when Leicester really did start pushing and we started to tire a little bit, but uh, I'm, I'm not so sure it was all tiredness. I, I basically think that Eddie said, right, we don't need to push and press and, and 
let's just stay disciplined, let's stay in our formation and make it very difficult for Leicester to get through us. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, and Longstaff was a big part of that. So an eight for me. Uh, we'll move on to uh, Willock. And I'm giving Willock a seven today. I thought he was not at his best again. Um, very quiet second half. Did come alive a bit in the second. Um, but it was it was not his best game, Billy. No, I'm not, certainly not compared to the others. Um, although he should have had an assist with the, with the chance he created for Chris Wood. Yeah, uh, I think I think I think seven's fair for Willock. Uh, Dan says I was surprised he waited so long to make substitutions. I wasn't. Uh, if I'm openly honest, I, I, I really wasn't. Um, but um, <clears throat> it just I think at the time. Um, I thought, you know, Eddie's just going to wait to see who who he needs to change in order just to see the game out. I always knew that he would probably bring Murphy and ASM on first um, just to change the wingers, and he, and he did that, and, and it, it's fine. Um, we're basically, we're basically cruised through the second half, didn't we? I mean, there was no fitness well, we issues did, yeah. We basically, we were, we were in fourth gear. We'd had, we had yeah. no reason to be tired or anything, so... I think that's why. And it wasn't that, it, it wasn't that Leicester suddenly got better us in the second half. We just played <clears throat> no. out the game. That's what we did. We played out the game because there was there was no point risking, you know, going at them and and, and pressing and pressing hard again when the game's won. You, you you don't do that. And that's exactly what Eddie said or must have said that, you know, let's just stay disciplined, keep our formation and, and really make Leicester have to play through us. And they couldn't do that. They eventually had to go long all the time. And when they did, Nick Pope was always on the other end just to pick the ball up and say, there you go. Um, now, uh, Bruno, uh, I think that's quite easy for us tonight, Billy. Yeah, in, 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 in honour of Danielle, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to give Bruno a 10 anyway. I thought it was outstanding. Yeah. I think that might even have been his best game for us. He was that good. Yeah. Uh, 10 for <clears> me as well. I think you're right. The turn, the Cruyff turn for the first goal, uh, for sorry for the second goal was outstanding. But the way the way he bossed that midfield today, you know, he was just so calm, collective on the ball, uh, playing the right passes. Uh, it was it was just just Bruno all over, just exactly what he can do. Uh, and and I think now, if you look at you know Bruno versus the Paquetto argument, who would you have rather we signed? It's it's Bruno 110 times out of 110. It's just no problem at all. But he is just magnificent. Uh, and I'm really over the moon that we have a player like Bruno who wants to not only just be part of this, Billy, but wants to stay here and build something very special. 100%. And it's the amount of free kicks he wins us when we are in precarious positions. He'll pick the ball mm. up, win us a free kick, get us away from our goal. He does yeah. that four or five times a game. He's, he's a phenomenal footballer. And yeah. I've been saying it, I've been saying it since day one. Potentially the best midfield I've seen in a Newcastle shirt. Yeah, he, he's without doubt the best midfield I've seen in a Newcastle shirt all round. He's just brilliant. He's just and, and such a young <clears> age as well. He's got age on his side, and uh, you know the likes of him and Botman and can grow with this club. And the, the world's the roister at the minute. It really is. Uh, right, we move to the front three now, and we'll start with uh, Joe Linton. I'm going to give him a ten also. I thought his yeah. work rate was phenomenal. Gold, gold to, to, to add on to that as well. Uh, yeah. Joe's integral to our team plays. He's, he's our he's our he's our kind of henchman in the middle of the park. Uh, but he played out wide as well today. Outstanding, outstanding. Yeah. Uh, Castagna never had a moment's peace, and yeah. he's a danger in the middle also. So ten out of ten for Joe Lynn today. I'd agree with that. I, I mean, I think performance wise. I probably would have gone with a nine, but the fact that he scored as well, that just, you know, adds another uh, yeah. string to the ball kind of thing. So, it, and the way he won that header for the corner, 
Uh, he just wanted it more. Samaria just did not know how to deal with him. Uh, he didn't foul him. It was just pure brute strength that he, he got in for the header. Uh, and, you know, once he got his head on that ball, there was no way that that wasn't going in the back of the net. Um, so for me, he gets a 10 as well. I thought outstanding. Uh, other side, uh, Miggy Almiron, uh, he gets a 10 from me. Um, how can I not give Miggy a 10? I mean, he just, the, the work rate, the skill, the goal, um, everything came, everything was right with Miggy today. You know, the, the, the fact that he, he, you know, he didn't give the ball away. He was all over the pitch. He was back helping Trippier. He was up front causing all sorts of problems uh, for the young lad Thomas at left back for Leicester. And I just think he, he bossed that side today. The goal was sensational. Uh, yet again, a, a goal of the month contender. Not so much for the finish. You know, he stroked that in nicely, but the build-up to the goal is what is is what we were all shouting about. So, uh, for me, a 10, Bill. Okay, that 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah. Another great goal. Um, the work way, again, helping trips out in defence. He's a, he's a, he shows the ball virtually all of the time. He's now at yeah. 99% of the time. Mm. He's just a different player to what we had 12 months ago and, yeah, it's great to see because the lad's got a smile on his face and that's how we want to see it. Because when he's got yeah. a smile on his face, he's doing something good. Absolutely. Uh, and finally, uh, number nine, Chris, number nine, uh, not number nine, but our number nine today, Chris Wood. Hard one to score because he did score and he did press, uh, yeah. but he did miss a, a, a very good chance. So I'm going to give him a seven. Um, right. But that's good for Chris Wood, isn't it? Let's be honest. There's been well, it is. Two and three uh, and fours. I'll give him a seven. But- I'm going to shock you here. I'm going to give him an eight. Um, I, listen, I, I, you know how hard I've been on Chris Wood, right? But I think Alex was right in his, in his summing up earlier in the show. You know, he, 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 today was a team that he could play against and, um, you know, kind of played Chris Wood's strength. I think he won a lot of balls in the air today, which he, did actually, yeah. he hasn't done a lot of. But what was happening, Billy, I don't know whether you noticed it watching the game, when he was winning these flick-ons, um, you know, Willock, except where we're around him to receive the ball. So his flick-ons mm-hmm. weren't just going anywhere. Um, he, he was aiming for players and finding players with his flick-ons. I thought the penalty was was, was fantastic. Um, and when I watch Chris Wood take a penalty, uh, I, I see Alan Shearer. You know, it, the way Shearer used to just run up to the ball and just nail it every time. And he's got a very, very Shearer-esque uh, likeness about him when he takes penalties. Um, and I just wish that sometimes he would he would convert that into his all-round game. But look, he, he worked his ass off. He caused all sorts of problems for, for Faiz and Sumari, uh, um, Amati throughout the game. Uh, and he did he did win some good balls. He played some balls out to the right-hand side. He linked play up well today, I thought. Uh, now, we all know that he's not the striker that we want him to be um, or that we're going to have in the future. No doubt about that. But what he did do today, I thought he did very well, and he linked up play. So I think he, he did was actually. an eight. But again, you know, it, it, it was... he did. The headers were going to our players today, which is something yeah. I hadn't took into consideration. However, but the fact that he actually he, won them as well, he, Billy. That chance he missed. No, nah, well, he should, I think we've got to get used to that with Chris Wood, though. If you can take that single mindedness that he has on penalties into chances on one on ones, then we've got a yeah. good player there, and uh, well, one that will be given nine to ten to. But unfortunately, yeah. he doesn't. So. I think that was, if that was Isak or Wilson, it was in the back of the net. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I think just Chris Wood just hasn't got that composure at the last minute there. But, look, I'm giving him an eight. I, I think we, uh, 
he linked play up well uh, and also mm. scored a goal, which you can't take away from him, even though it was a penalty, he still scores a goal and it set us on our way. Um, you know, because it's a very, very difficult time to take a penalty in the first three minutes of a game, you know, because that has a big impact on, on what's going to happen the next 10, 15 minutes of that game. And it put us on the front foot straight away. Uh, so it was a big penalty for him to score. Um, now, with the substitutes, we had uh, Murphy and uh, St. Maximan come on um, late on the game. I think about 10 minutes left in the game. Um, I don't think they even had that long, did they? I don't think age, so. Eight, eight to five minutes. Yeah, and neither did uh, Elliot Anderson. So I, I don't think we should mark them. I mean, Maxi, no. I think, got one touch. Uh, but um, Murphy did have a very good run, to be honest. And uh, it, it, I mean, it was offside in the end, but... Uh, a lovely run, took the keeper on, and it was it was brilliant defending, I thought, by Fies, actually, to get his knee on that uh, without handling the ball. Um, but, um, yeah, it was offside, but I, I don't think we'll mark the substitutes today. Uh, Eddie Howe, well, I mean, it's another 10 for me, Billy. I don't know about you, but I, I can't mark him any lower than a 10 because he was without Wilson today. He, he had the balls to keep uh, Maxi on the bench because it must have been a difficult decision. Um, and, and again, you know, he's, he, people saying before the game, oh, we'll take a draw, we'll do this, we'll do that. He proved everybody wrong again and, and, and was just brilliant. Yeah, he can't give anything less than 10 out of 10. Um, mm. You know, that team, the, the way they're playing is all down to him. The confidence he puts into them, the, the way he sets us up each week. You know, it's, it's a winning combination and we keep winning and you can't, you can't give less than 10 out of 10 cause, because it's all down to him, really. Absolutely. Um, look, it's... It, it is what it, Eddie just is mercurious with what he does before a game. With you know, he studies every single team, and and this is the difference. You know, everybody now realizing what a terrible manager Bruce was because Bruce used to think, right, oh, we did all right in the previous game, so we'll just do the same the next game. That's not how Eddie works. He studies videos, he studies uh, how the line up, he studies formations. He, 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 even though our formation stays the same, the tactics can differ. You know, and but one thing Eddie does is he, he knows he's got a team that like attacking and he won't sit back. He won't play for a draw. He won't play just to get something out of the game. Eddie believes that every game we go into, we can win. And that's 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 sort of rebounded onto the players, Billy. 100%. Yeah, he's, he must be, as a man manager, since Bobby Robson, we've not had one, have we? Let's be honest. No, we um, And he's also got the same tactical analysis as Bobby. So, you know, when you're talking in them kind of realms, you're looking at something special, aren't you? So, um, where, where it takes us, where this uh, where this journey takes us to, who knows? But at the minute, mm. it's it's a fantastic trip to be on, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, Jason says the fans are outstanding. Yeah, fans get another ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spacebar says Paul uh, eleven for the commentary. Thank you very much. Uh, Sammy Fies, uh, thank you for your seven ninety nine super chat. Three more wins uh, plus Arsenal, and we are in the title race. Uh, well. Uh, you know, a lot of people are already saying we're already in it, but that, that's a one, matter of opinion. One more point as well. I think I'm yeah. giving my man of the day today to Matt Ritchie. I think you may have seen a little, yeah. um, little the last time you'll see him in a Newcastle shirt. It just seemed mm. like a, you know, going and have your last hurrah for the club kind of kind of a substitution. Because um, I saw no sense in it otherwise. Um, mm. So maybe that's the last we'll see him, Matt Ritchie, but he's been a fantastic servant to us. Uh, joined us when we were down in the Championship, didn't have to come to us, could have left the Premiership club to come to us. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to give my man a day to Mike Ritchie today because I think that might have just been the last you'll see him in a Newcastle shirt. Yeah, I mean, look, look, he's left us with some fantastic <laughs> memories. He hasn't left the club on bad terms. Uh, he, he loves this club. It's in his heart. You could see that from the way he played uh, all through his Newcastle career. He's played with passion and uh, uh, nothing but passion and, and gave 110% every time he uh, 
he, he plays. And if he is to leave in January, then, you know, he, he gets a fantastic uh, ovation from us as Newcastle fans because uh, he's been unbelievable. I mean, we remember some special goals that he scored, you know, against Man United, etc. Um and he's been a fantastic force. So well done. And if it is a goodbye from uh, from Matt Ritchie, then obviously he goes with our blessing and he goes with our good looks for the for the rest of his career. And whatever he does after that, because I'm sure uh, somebody like Matt Ritchie will want to sort of move into coaching. He's, he certainly seems to me like he's got the, that kind of personality, Billy, that kind of belief in himself that he can go and do something at manager level. Yeah, and he's obviously got the passion as well to do it. You know, yeah. Who wouldn't Who wouldn't listen to someone that's done that kind of, you know, had that work rate attitude through his whole career? So mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's set, I think he's well set for a game in in, in the backroom staff at some club somewhere, maybe even Newcastle United. Who knows? Well, exactly. You never know what happens. Uh, but there you go, guys. That is it for the match review. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, busy day for the channel today with the watch along and. Of course, the review tonight. Thank you so much to everybody that's tuned in, uh, that's super chatted, uh, become new members, etc. subscribed. Uh, Thank you so much. If you're yet to do so, please do hit the like button and the subscribe button if you're new. Uh, Lots of people on here, Newcastle fans, lots of people not Newcastle fans. They just like the football banter on the channel. Uh, and we welcome everybody from uh, from all clubs onto this channel. So please do subscribe. And of course, hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we go live. Uh, or we upload and of course when we schedule live shows now tomorrow night the fan forum is back uh it has been gone for wow four or five weeks now uh so i'm sure there's a lot of fans out there want to have the say uh 8 30 tomorrow night join us live uh and we'll get you on the fan forum uh and uh, it should be a joyous fan forum because obviously you know uh we have played rather rather well uh since the last fan forum and we are flying uh, so let's uh, let's have you on, have your say on all things Newcastle United. It should be an absolute cracker. Keep your eye open for any videos that might pop up with any uh, latest news from the club as well, as we tend to do. Uh, but thank you so much to the mods uh, for their hard work today behind the scenes, keeping everything nice and uh, nice and fresh. And uh, thanks to Billy and Alex for their company this evening. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow night, 8.30 for the Fan Forum Live. Until then, enjoy the rest of your Boxing Day, guys, and we'll see you soon. Good night. How are the lads and lasses?